Well, hello everybody and welcome to a bonus episode of the 15 Minutes Podcast. It is a space where you can pause, rest, and be reminded of what is important in only 15 minutes. Back on the air today is your host, Emlidus Lee Budiman, and it is my joy to host this faith-filled 15-minute long podcast which has a brand new episode every Wednesday. Except today. Yep. I'm taking the solo ride today as I cannot wait to share my thoughts and meditation on the timeless truth of Psalm 23. Psalm 23 was composed by David, one of the kings in the ancient kingdom of Israel. Remember the story of David and Goliath? Yep, that same David. The same David who was a shepherd himself long before he was a king. He knew what it takes to be a shepherd in that time and place and he knew God intimately, which I believe these two experiences combined brought so much depth into the illustrations and declarations written in the psalm. This episode is actually a re-release from the 15 Minutes podcast when it was still in the pilot period, but I can assure you that the points mentioned in this episode are worth tuning in more than once. No, not because I'm an expert or I'm someone with all the answers, but really, because the words in this passage are alive and true. God is our shepherd, our good shepherd, and he is with us, guiding us through every season of life. So whether you're in the middle of a barren land, an uncharted territory, or an unexplainable pain, today's episode is for you. Or if you're in the middle of an abundant joy, a fulfilled dream, and an answer prayer, today's episode is also for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat your coffee, and remember, yes, life is busy, but there's always a space to recharge and be reminded of what is truly important. I encourage you to enter that space, even if it only takes 15 minutes of your day. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David, English Standard Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Maybe this is obvious to you, but growing up in the Western church setting leads me to think that the green pastures here refers to the green pastures that you would typically see in a farm setting. The sheep-shepherd relationship that I had imagined was also the one in a farm setting. You know, the sheep being spread out across the wide green pasture, chewing the grass, minding their own business, drinking off the water from the river, and then the shepherd will lead them into the barn at the end of the day, done. In fact, the sheep-shepherd relationship in this context took place at the Judean desert, in the wilderness, like literally. No white view of a beautiful green grass, but a rocky, dry desert instead. So what does this green pasture in the psalm refer to? It turns out that in that desert, 
There's some humidity in the air brought by the evening wind coming from the west of the Mediterranean Sea. And that moisture, combined with a small amount of rain every year, drips into the edges of the rocks and forms some green sprouts. I'm linking a video in the show notes if you want to see the images of this wilderness and green pastures. And here's what's fascinating. Those green sprouts are enough for just a mouthful of one sheep. In order to get to the next quote-unquote green pastures, the shepherd ought to lead the sheep into the next green sprout of these rocks which are sporadically spread out throughout this wilderness. And this leads me to my first encouragement of the day. God's provision is enough for my need right when I need it. In the last podcast episode, I've talked about enough provision in every season. And this passage of the scriptures couldn't have illustrated it better. There are times we think that we need something urgent for the here and now. And if this need isn't fulfilled, it will cause the greatest dystopia in the world. We get anxious, stressed out. Even worse, we get in a hurry and leave no room to think about other people, let alone being grateful with what we already have. I can say this based on personal experience. In my 20s, I was trying so hard, striving by myself, figuring out what I had to do next. And in the end, I was stressed out. I was anxious all the time and I went from one hurry to another hurry I forgot what it means to live. Jesus in Matthew 6 verse 34 said, So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Suffice to say that worry is akin to dealing with tomorrow's problem with today's green pasture. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The Judean desert is surrounded by steep hills and rocky cliffs. In my study, I learned that the shepherd in this desert will be the one who determined the right path for the sheep to walk in. Yeah, no chance for the sheep to wander around and walk by themselves in the wilderness. Otherwise, they would either get injured, killed by predators, or get lost. There is a total dependency on the shepherd, and I love that image. And that is my second encouragement of the day. I can trust God to lead me into the right path. Again, as a calculative planner, I can often be paralyzed by the unknown, the situation without a clear next step. But here, I'm reminding myself again that I can trust God to lead me into the right path, into my next steps, not because I deserve it, but because He is the right path the way, the truth, and the life. And he is worth following for. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. This part of the psalm is often quoted when people are facing hardships. And I couldn't agree more. If you could memorize one verse in the Old Testament, this is a good verse to memorize. I love the analogy of rod and staff here. They represent discipline and guidance. And please don't look at discipline here in a legalistic term, but see this as a boundary that gives you safety, comfort, and freedom. And guidance is, well, straightforward, because how many times we deviate from the right path? 
and that staff is used to reround our paths into the right one, leading us back to the shepherd. Here's another beautiful illustration of this passage. I learned that the shepherd would walk in front of the sheep during the day when the light is bright and the path is visible. In the night, however, when it's dark and the path is invisible, the shepherd would actually walk alongside the sheep to make sure that the sheep knows where to go. He is within the flock, not ahead of the flock. Maybe some of you right now are in the valley of the shadow of death. And I want to let you know that God is near. He is walking alongside you, not leaving you behind. He is with you. Cling to Him. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. When I studied the cultural context of this passage, I learned that this is actually the evidence of one's true victory. It's when the enemies join their feast to celebrate the victory. Remember the episode about more than a conqueror? A more than a conqueror not only defeats the enemy, but turns the enemy around to work for their favor. And who can do this? Only God the Father through the finished work of Christ at the cross. And the anointment of head with oil shows who I am in Christ. Christ is the anointed one, the royal priesthood. And we not only get to join the victorious party prepared by God for his kids, but also inherit the glory. I love the verse in Romans 8, verse 16 to 17. It says, The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Friends, what a hope we have. Not only the hope then, but also now. And I love that Paul included the word suffering there because again, we live in a broken world and we ourselves are broken. So take heart. Anytime you feel like you're a failure or you made a big mistake that you think you cannot turn around from, remember that God can use all things for the good of those who love him and who live according to his purpose. Anytime you chase the favor of God, the protection of God for you and for your family, you get to see the glimpse of heaven on earth. You get to see the glimpse of that hope for you. Hope in the dark, if you will. Hope in the valley. Friends, I just want to encourage you today, wherever you're coming from, however your walk with God, whatever situation that you're dealing with right now, give this a chance. Walk with the shepherd. He will lead you to the right path. Lastly, and this is my final encouragement of the day, I can fix my eyes on the good shepherd to know that he is all I need. Jesus in John 10 verse 11 said that he is the good shepherd who lay down his life for his sheep. I'm talking about protection and covering to the next level there. And not just protection. You have provision, safety, security, identity, fulfillment, truth, peace, joy, hope, love, everything. I can trust my shepherd that he has it all and he is all. I can trust my good shepherd because I know he is with me. He is in me and he is for me. He loves me 
more than I could ever think or imagine. And this isn't a good feel episode just so that I can boast on the good things that God has given me. But this is so that I can love him and love others with that same love that's been extended to me. And this gives me perseverance that I need, strength and joy that I need when I walk through the valley, when I am facing hardships. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever praising him for who he is, the good shepherd of all. Now, as you go about your day, remember, the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. In the New International Version, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. If there is one thing that I gather from Psalm 23 is this, in the presence of God the Good Shepherd, the season or the terrain that may seem to lack everything, lacks nothing. Why? Because He is all you need. Maybe you are in the middle of the valley right now. Maybe you are in the middle of uncertainty, thinking that there's not enough green pastures ahead of you. I would just encourage you today to give this another chance. Cling to God in the valley, on the mountaintop, in the wilderness. God is the same, no less God, no less faithful in the midst of your hard times. Jesus in John 10 verse 14 says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. Tim Keller once said, to be loved but not known is comforting but superficial. To be known and not loved is our greatest fear. But to be fully known and truly loved is, well, a lot like being loved by God. It is what we need more than anything. It liberates us from pretense, humbles us out of our self-righteousness, and fortifies us for any difficulty life can throw at us. That is why He is the Good Shepherd, who not only loves by laying down His life, but knows us, his sheep, intimately. Until next time, friends, remember, yes, life is busy, but there's always a space to recharge and be reminded of what is truly important. I encourage you to enter that space, even if it only takes 15 minutes of your day.